Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, we're launching a new audio-only series on this podcast feed, and we're calling it Matt Kendrick's Villa Voice Notes, where I'll be handing over the microphone to Matt to chat about whatever he likes for a maximum of 10 minutes. Each week, Matt will return with an unscripted, unedited flow of Aston Villa consciousness, maybe sharing a favourite memory, a story from his reporting days, or just how he found a box of Villa matchday programmes in his loft and wanted to tell you about it. So... For the first ever Villa Voice Notes, here is Matt Kendrick. Me and Dan Rollinson, we've got this, we've got this habit of going back and forth with the WhatsApp voice notes, rambling messages about something and nothing, um, sharing ideas and stuff like that. So we kind of got our heads together and wondered if it was a way of getting me um, to go on some of my rambling um, monologues, really. Not particularly inspired by the one that I had to do on Claret and Blue a couple of months ago when Dan's Wi-Fi went down and I was, uh, how can I say, I don't know, floundering, floundering like the idiot that everybody knows that I am. What we really wanted to do was just introduce some of the kind of random random ramblings that, that sometimes appear in, in Claret and Blue and uh, I suppose give me a little bit of a platform occasionally, really, because I'm... I'm not uh, not on Claret and Blue as often as I should be. Um, life gets in the way, pretending to set up interviews with David Platt, um, pretending to, to learn to unicycle and things like that. So we've decided that we're going to have Villa voice notes. We're going to try and aim for once a week. Hopefully, there'll be a Villa theme to it. But if I wander off down a tangent, then either bear with me or don't. Another reason why the kind of Villa voice notes thing came to us, um, me and Dan, when we're planning, and yes, we do actually plan for this show. We're big fans of the old Alan Partridge gif when he's um, speaking into his, his his dictaphone on the bed. We kind of use that as a bit of a shortcut when one of us got a bright idea. This one this time, and it won't always be like this, but this this first first debut one, it's a bit random, but I think um, I'm going to go a bit emotional on this one. It's a strange thing to say. I think this one's going to be a bit of a love letter to my dad. It's weird, you know, because we're all at Villa Park the other night against Newcastle and we're so conditioned to winning and seeing brilliant sparkling football and Villa Park becoming a fortress and all of the cliches that I think we've become a little bit bit spoilt. As I, as I walked away from the ground, and like I said, this does seem a little bit sentimental, I just kind of had this had this realisation that, yes, going to Villa Park in the last year, 18 months, whatever it's been under under Unai Emery now, has been an absolute treat, an absolute delight, and as good as anything I've seen in my you know 40 years or whatever it is now supporting Aston Villa. But 
like I say, without being overly sentimental, I think it's. I think I've realised that it's a little bit more than that. I'm, I'm lucky to go to the match with my dad, my lad, my lad's mate, and my nephew. I think it's just that kind of privilege of not only seeing Villa playing brilliant football, but knowing that every fortnight, you know, without fail, we've got a kind of an appointment to view that that, that group can go together, can travel together, we can you know, enjoy the game or, or moan at the referee or claim that the, the tactics were wrong or that the opposition fans were annoying and that kind of thing. But we can do it together. And I think, um, you know, it's probably, I don't know, it's probably kind of as as I get older and as my old man gets older. And, you know, this week, one of my mates has lost his dad. Um, it's the anniversary, it's the birthday of a, the dad of another of my mates who, who passed away last year. So, you know, without being, without being too uh, too morbid about it, it's just appreciating appreciating the the fortunate position that I'm in to go go to the game with a couple of generations of my family. And you know, the irony is, I think I've already outed my dad on the podcast in the past, and uh, certainly on the live podcast, I outed him as a Wolves fan. I'll rattle through that story quickly. You know, when when I was a kid, my dad tried to take me to Wolves, but Molyneux was an absolute um, hole and just just couldn't take to it. He had a mate who played, um, who was the conductor of a brass band at Villa Park, um, and he took me to Villa Park on on complimentary tickets. I think I think it was Villa Old Stars versus BRMB on a midweek night, pretended I was going to have my hair cut, um, which you couldn't get away with that ruse name. Pretended I was going to have my hair cut, and it was just that kind of cliched floodlights, that lovely, you know, the even back then, I'm talking the, the, the mid-80s, Villa Park, still had a special kind of real kind of gravitas and appeal about it. Um, so ended up falling in love with, with Villa that way, um, the floodlights on that lovely green green rectangle probably only been 200 people rattling around inside the ground since then i've kind of managed to convert my convert my dad to be villa um he'd take me take me half a dozen times a season in the mid to late 80s then when i was old enough to get a season ticket where with one of my mates he'd run us up to the ground um and give us a lift back even if we were bored senseless living listening to graham torrington's whatever it was chat show on wm on the way back home which is probably about as exciting as, as you're finding these Villa voice notes, to be honest. But yeah, so it's it's just, you know, although that defeat knocked us out of our stride and it's left a few of us questioning our top four credentials and, you know, is this the beginning of the end? Are we creaking? Is our squad big enough and and durable enough and streetwise enough and good enough to to get us over the line in the in the top four positions? Villa Park to me is more than just the result. It's that that chance to to be be with my family. As soon as I as soon as I told him I wasn't going to be Wolves. I mean, let's face it. Why would you be Wolves? Um, went on a stadium tour there last season, and although it was a, a lovely experience, it's it's just so orange, isn't it? It's like a kind of I don't know, like an umpalumpus boudoir or something like that. It's just 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 too orange. But um, as soon as, as soon as I convinced Dad I was going to be Villa and I was going to win the battle to make him Villa. You know, it was as soon as he bought me a new bike, I'd be spraying it in claret and blue. All the kind of furniture in my room would be painted claret and blue, and it just became an obsession that he couldn't, he couldn't, you know, couldn't turn me, couldn't turn me back to the dark side of, of wolves. One of my one of my kind of favorite favorite memories was when um, the first time I saw Villa win at Wembley in 1994. Me, me and Dad were 
were were there, um, you know, loving every minute of it. And then the next final, two years later, um, Dad couldn't get a ticket, so I was there with my mate, and Dad chauffeured me and Gaz, me and my mate Gaz, down there and back. Um, and I think he had to just kind of dip in and out of pubs around Wembley to to try and watch it then. But he's kind of been. Um, been responsible for a lot of a lot of the journey and even though it probably wouldn't have been his intention for me to be Villa the fact that he's um you know probably a bit of a fair weather Wolves fan if he can have if he can um, have been been turned into a glory hunting Villa fan so easily um but it's just that it's just uh just wanted to to do this first note and like I said I probably won't go as deep and emotional in future ones but I just wanted to do this first one to to pay tribute to to the old man um and you know, even now, he, he, he's me, me, my son Samuel, and his mate Jack in one row in the Trinity, and then Dad, uh, my dad Martin, and me, my nephew Alex sitting in the row behind us, and uh, <laughs> just, I think he's got the he's got the patience of a saint, me dad, because you know, not only have we convinced him to be a Villa fan, but uh, he's got me foul mouth nephew who's um, effing and jeffing at, at every slight injustice behind him as well. Um, and my dad, believe it or not, he's a he's a very religious man as a church warden. So to to put up with the, the swearing coming from Alex, my nephew, and, and less so from 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 me and my lad, um, God bless him. I'd just be just be interested in feedback on kind of what's your what your what's your match day experience? You know, is it is it a time where you get to spend time that you otherwise probably wouldn't have with with your kind of friends and and, and family um, and loved ones? Is it a time where you are kind of remembering loved ones who, who used to be part of that adventure and are, are no longer here and are sadly missing out on on the excitement that we've got this season? Um, but yeah, this this won't be necessarily the common theme. I think Dan's given me a given me the license to to pretty much take this down whichever ever avenue I want to really. So, but what I will do, um, what I'll endeavour to do most weeks is end with a dad joke, which is quite appropriate, I suppose, being as I've been speaking about my old man for for most of the last ten minutes. Um, I think over the course of these, I might need to rob some of them from joke books and dad jokes on Twitter but this is one of my well I'm not saying I invented it but it's one of my my, my classic one of my favourites from back in the day so I'll leave you with this what's ET short for because he's got little legs thank you you've been listening to Villa Voice Notes and until next time up the villa <laughs>